I don't know, it must not be nothing. But anyway, turn with me to Psalms 5, if you would. Let's all stand as we honor God's Word by standing. Psalms 5, and uh, I'm going to read one verse from Psalms 5. It's a, it's a verse that just, it, it gives you everything that you need, I needed for this message. He says, lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you again for the day. Thank you for the blessings of it, Lord. I pray you'll watch over us take care of us, Lord. I pray for Brandon as he's had this foot problem. And, Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll heal it up. And I know how it hurts sometimes. And, and Lord, I just pray that you'll uh, go with any that are sick today and, and watch over them, take care of them, Lord. And I pray most of all, Lord, that uh, as the text I just read, Lord, that you'll lead us. You'll lead us in everything we do, Lord. It's that's the only way we're going to walk a straight path, and, and the right path is if you lead us. And Lord, I pray that you'll do that, uh, even beginning right today. If, if if we're trying to live our lives without the leadership of the Lord, then I pray that you'll begin to lead every one of us today. Watch over us, take care of us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I title this message: The Lord's Leading. The Lord's leading. You know, it's a, you know, I I don't think there's anyone here today that doesn't care if they're led by the Lord or not. Uh, I hope not, because that's an important thing. You know, uh, uh, people do a lot of things without the Lord's leadership. And and when you start doing things without the Lord's leadership, you're going to get off on the wrong path. Brother Sam prays all the time. I've heard him over the years. Brother Sam prays, said, Lord, don't let us get out ahead of you. And uh, so that's exactly what you're praying. And Lord, don't let us get out ahead of you. Let us wait on you. Let us wait until you give us leadership in what we should do. And certainly uh, that's what all of us have to do. I, I have to do it all the time. Uh, I've I have prayed many times before, Lord, if you don't lead me, I can't do it. And, and Lord, if you don't lead me, I can't go. I can't go. But the Lord, Lord's got to lead us. Now, I would think that everyone who knows, uh, the Christ as Lord and Savior would want to be led by the Lord in everything they do. You know, uh, you want to be led, you know, there's some things that we, uh, you know, that, that we uh, do, you know, sometimes, that I don't know, do we always seek the Lord's leadership in everything we do? Uh, I know I used to, when I was working, if, if I got come up on a, a hard problem, I prayed about it. I bet Neil does that, don't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Come up on a hard problem, I'd pray about it. I'd go to the restroom, and when things got, the going got tough, I'd go to the restroom and I'd go in the restroom, sit down, sit down in one of the stalls, and I'd pray to God that He would give me what I need to get through that and get it done. And 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 it worked. It works. It works. I'm telling you, it works. And uh, uh, you know, if you need leadership of the Lord, pray, and the Lord will lead you. Now, if we're led by the Lord at the things that we do, then we will never do anything we shouldn't. 
If you're led by the Lord, if you wait and be led by the Lord, you'll never do anything you shouldn't do. You'll never do anything you shouldn't do. You'll always do that which is right and that which is righteous if God leads you. Let me, let me tell you something, folks, and I want to say this emphatically this afternoon. The Lord does not lead me into sin. I, I, I can't help it, you know. I, I hear that so much, you know. Um, I heard a man told me here a while back, he, he's, he's a man that just beginning to learn uh, about the doctrines of grace. I've been teaching him for some time. He's a Methodist. And, uh, but I've been teaching him for a while now about the doctrines of grace. And he asked me the other day, he said, uh, he said, if I believe in, if I believe in, uh, uh, predestination, and he says, I do, but he says, what that means is that if the Lord leads me to do something wrong, then it's really not wrong. I said, no, I said, that's not, you got, you got something wrong there in your belief. Because the Lord never leads you to do the wrong thing. Never, ever leads you to do the wrong thing. Now, I'm, I know there's times when we don't seek the Lord's leadership. I know there's times when we try to go out on our own, as Brother Sam prayed for years there. We try to go out on our own and we try to go ahead of the Lord and do the things that uh, that we feel like we need to do, uh, but uh, Lord will never lead you in the wrong path. He'll never lead you the wrong way. Never ever lead you the wrong way. It's it, it's important that you have the Lord's leading, because He'll never lead you in the wrong way. He'll never lead you in the wrong path, and He'll never lead you to do the wrong thing. The text before us this afternoon is one of David seeking the leadership of the Lord. I mean, he makes it plain. Makes it plain. He says, lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness. Lead me, O Lord. Lead me in everything I do. Don't let me go out on my own. Don't, don't, if, if I decide to go out on my own, stop me. Some way, some way stop me from going out on my own. Because I want to do things your way. I want to do things under your leadership. Many times in the Psalms, David speaks of the Lord guiding him in the righteous way. David knew the Lord to the extent that he knew it was not in him to successfully direct his own steps. David knew that. And I, I hope and pray all of you know that, 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 uh, uh, it's not in you to direct your own steps. You know, people, I've, I've been told over the years by different people that, uh, I should stay out of their business. Well, that's what, they, that's what I've been told. I should stay out of their business. Well, what do you mean I should stay out of your business? Stop trying to teach me how to live my life. That's what they call me in their business. And let me tell you, folks, you better hope the Lord's in your business. You better hope he's in it. You better hope he's there because I want to tell you, you'll take the wrong path and you'll go the wrong way because if the Lord is not leading you in what you do. If the Lord don't get in your business, if the Lord's leading you. And I don't know if you know this or not, it's not in any of us to direct our own path. Not in me to direct my own path, not in you to direct my own path. You know, I, people say, well, I know which way to go. 
How do you know which way to go? The Lord doesn't lead you. You know, the Bible, the Bible says if there's two roads, there's two paths you can take. One of them leads to everlasting life, the other one leads to death, destruction. So, old Yogi Bear, you know what old Yogi Bear said? He said, when you come to the fork of the road, take it. Well, no, it's not that way. When you come to the fork in the road, then you're going to have to either have the Lord lead you and take the right path or go on your own and take the wrong path. And the Bible says there will be many, many that take the wrong path. And for me to, for me to say that I would never do it, then there's many out there that take the wrong path. But let me tell you, if you're one of God's children and you think you want to take the the wrong path, he's got a way of bringing you back. He's got a way of putting you on the right path and putting you in the right direction that you need to go. Believe me, I, I can, I can preach things like this because I've been doing this a long time. I've been following the Lord's leadership for many, many years and a lot of young preachers uh, out there, you know, they, they think they can, just like Deanna was telling me about a preacher, they're having a prayer service, uh, uh, this, what is this Sunday morning sometime? They, they're having a prayer service and they're praying that God would send them more people. Well, you know, how do they want God to send them those people? They don't care. They just want more people. They want more people. Well, if, 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 if the path is not right, God's not going to send them people. Because if the path is wrong, then God, then God's not going to send them people. I say, if every one of us will pray that God will put us on the right path, then that'll lead us to more people. It will. It leads you to more people. It leads you to more people coming to church. You know, the thing about it is, for us to sit up here and say we witness to people, do we? Do we really ever witness to people? Do we witness to people? You know, Rhonda's been talking to the lady next door to us. She, she visited here one time, uh, and she's been talking with her, and, and she keeps asking Rhonda about the church, and keeps asking her about when our services are, and everything like that, but she, she keeps talking to her. She keeps telling her, and witnessing to her, and tell her, and, uh, and so if, if that lady's gonna ever take the right path, it's gonna be the Lord's gonna lead her to that path. If her, if her path includes coming to Landmark Baptist Church, she's gonna come. And, but if not, uh, she's not gonna come. Uh, if we're to understand the Lord's leading, then we must see that why we must look to the Lord at all costs. There's reasons why you, you have to look to the Lord. There's reasons why that you must look to the Lord every day. And David, what's the next thing David says in our text? Because of my enemies. Look what he says here. He says, Leave me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. You say, I don't have any enemies. Well, if you're saved, you've got one enemy. And that's Satan. That's one of the worst enemies you can have. But people said, well, I don't have that many enemies. I, I'm, I'm friends with everybody. Well, let me, let me tell you, folks, you've got enemies. 
If you're one of God's children and you're on the right path and you're doing the right thing, Lord would have you do, you're going to make enemies. You're going to make enemies. You're going to have enemies. You may think you don't have any. The person that walks with you every day may be your very enemy. Jesus warned of those things, folks. I'm, I'm not preaching anything to you that's any different than what the Scripture teaches. Jesus warned of those things. Jesus warned us. And he got right down to, uh, right down to the immediate family. He said, did you know that your worst enemies are those of your own household? You realize that? So you, you may be walking right beside somebody that's your enemy. You may not know it. They may, they may hug you up. They may say they love you. They care about you and everything. But they're your worst enemy. Could be your worst. I'm not saying they are. They could be your worst enemy. Jesus, uh, David said, because of mine enemies, are, are, are we people who, who, who are so adored by the world that we have no enemies? We don't have any enemies out there? Uh, you know, we don't have any? Well, let me tell you folks, I don't care how much you yield to the world, if you are truly saved, you have a great enemy, which is the devil himself. Why? Why is it? Why is the devil your greatest enemy out there? It's because he is the God of the world. You're not catering to the God of the Bible. You're catering to the God of the world when you get so adored with the world. So adored with the world. So adored with things. You've got to be careful about that. You have to be careful who, 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 who you're adored with. You're, you, 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 who, who you, who you just think so much of. You've got to watch them. Cause I want to tell you folks, sometimes they're not what you think they are. And, and, and that's what the Bible teaches. Look, remember, he is out there, uh, out there in the world, that is the devil, for he is, he is a god of the world, and what does he do to his followers? What does he do to his followers? Let me show you. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians 4. This will be the only time you'll have to turn anywhere in the Bible concerning this message in, in 2 Corinthians and, and uh, chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, look at verse 3. He says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Why? Why is it hid to them that are lost? In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. Satan leads his children away from any truth. And you can go over to Second Thessalonians. You can read over there what Paul says about that. Paul says that they're in delusions. Why? Because they believe not the truth. They're in delusions. Because they believe not the truth. David said in another place, they lie and wait for me. Another psalm, David said, they lie and wait for me. Are, are, are only the modern Christians the only ones who have no enemies? 
You know, David, uh, I was accused one time preaching a message like this. I was accused one time of complaining. I've been accused of a lot of things over the years. Some of you don't know because you it, it was done in a private. It was done in a private. If I said anything about it, then I'd be accused of, of saying something that somebody told me in private. But it, it was in private that, that, that people say that. Every lost person is an enemy of God, thus your enemy also. He's not on, he's not, he's not your friend. If you're here in lost day, the Satan is not your friend. He's your enemy. Satan is not your friend. If you're here and saved today, Satan is not your friend. He is your enemy. I see people say, well, just go out and, 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 and change the world. You're not going to change the world. Satan's not going to let it happen. He's not going to let you change the world because that's his, that's his domain. That's where he lives. That's where he rules. That's where he, he is over the whole kingdom of the world. He, he is over all of it. And to, to, to think that the world is okay, the world is fine, then you, you need to, you, you need to look around you. Cause the world is not fine. You know, we hear it all the time. You listen to the news now. All you hear in the news is just, just one lie right there. Everybody's just fine. Everybody's okay. Everybody's just fine. You know, it's, it's wonderful. You know, all these followers of, of abortion, they're just wonderful people. You know, they're just doing the, they're just doing what the law lets them do. They're, they're good people. That's, they're not. They're not. I don't care what anybody says and, and I'll say it right out. I don't care. It, I guess Gary will get this on, uh, uh, on YouTube, but I'm, I'm going to tell you folks, uh, abortion, it's murder. It's murder. It's murder. You know, you, you, you kill a living thing, that's killing. I don't care what it is. You kill a cat, that's killing. You kill a dog, that's killing. But yet you kill a baby and it's okay. It's alright. It's like that Navy SEAL that Brother Sam that just got Trump got Trump got a he he killed one of the enemies and they're going they're going to want to send him to prison because he shot one of the enemies and killed him. Well, my goodness, I'm telling you, Brother Sam knows as well as I do that back during Vietnam that that uh, that uh, lieutenant, what was his name, Brother Sam, the one that. Uh, that they, they, they finally sent him away. I don't remember his name. But anyway, because he killed, they claim he killed a papa's son and a mama's son. A papa's son was, well, mama's son was a man and a woman of the hooch. Well, let me tell you, and he got sent away before doing that. But you, you know, but you can go around there kill thousands and thousands and thousands of babies. You know, I saw where, I saw a statistic here a while back where there will be so many thousand babies will be sent to death by butcher doctors. It's just not right. And I'm telling you that Satan rules that world. 
He rules that world. He rules it. And, and He's going to rule it. And he's going to keep ruling it. That's why that, uh, as I mentioned during the Bible conference, you know, Martin Luther, you know, somebody told Martin Luther, said, the world hates you. He said, well, I hate the world. And I'm here to tell you today, I despise the world too. Every time I turn on TV and I see what's going on, I despise this world that much more. And, uh, and that's why you need the leadership of the Lord. You need the leadership of the Lord. Every lost person is the enemy of God, thus he's your enemy also. How can we get by fellowshipping with the world and not get hurt spiritually? There's no way you can do it. There's no way that you can go out there in that world and fellowship with that world, and especially you, you know, I, this is a bad thing with me. I can't help it. But uh, you kids, I know... Uh, um, Garrett's here, but uh, the other two girls aren't here today, Emma and Katie. But let me tell you, folks, you got to watch out what you get into when you head out. You've got to watch out what you get into. I'm telling you, you might you might sweep it all under the rug, but I'm telling you, you got to watch out what you get into. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm just telling you, they didn't have they didn't have the stuff. In universities and everything, when I went, they didn't have all this stuff. You know, they, they didn't. I didn't. I didn't. If they did, I didn't have time to mess with it because I had to work a job and go to school. But, but they they didn't. They didn't have. They didn't have all that junk. You know, they've got these. They've got these uh, cults and things that are working right in the colleges today. And it's easy to jump in there and, and, and befriend those people. I, I'm just telling you, it is. You know, and, and it's, it's very easy. I bet you Carson could tell you a bunch of stuff if he, if, if he tell you what he sees that goes on. Cause I asked him here a while back, I said, Carson, do you see the terrible things that goes on? He said, yeah, I do. He knows what goes on. He, he knows what's going on, and anybody that anybody that's out there knows what's going on. We cannot, we cannot, uh, as one person said one time, if you roll around in manure, you're going to get it all over you. There's no doubt about it. You're going to get it all over you. The way to get by this is not... It's not to witness, as many professed Christians will not do. The way you get by without ever, without ever just keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut. Never talk to anybody. Keep your mouth shut. Just as soon as you go and talk to somebody, people's going to jump on you like everything. As soon as you set somebody down and talk to them, they're going to jump on you like everything. David said, The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. I'm going to tell you, folks, that's in Psalms 5.5. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Now, you tell me, uh, they tell me, they say, well, you should love the world. God loves the world. He does not. God doesn't love the world. He He hates all the workers of iniquity because that world is going to hell. 
He, God knows where that world is going. Satan knows where he's going. He knows where all of his followers are going. All you gotta do is go over to Romans, the 20th chapter. You'll find that Satan and all of his angels are gonna be cast into hell someday. Where they're gonna be tormented day and night forever and ever. You know, we, we just think about that. Think about those things. David said, what David was saying, the foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Are we so gullible that we will follow any who claim to believe in God? Are we that gullible? Are, are we that gullible? Satan and his, and his demons believed in God and they trembled. John, uh, James 2 and verse 19 teaches that. You'll say, people say, well, they believe in God. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Because I can show you, had a man not too long ago told me, he said, well, I believe in God. I said, well, Satan did too. He said, no. I said, yes, he did. And I took him to James, the second chapter, 19th verse. Where it says, the demons believed. And, 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 and was, was afraid. They feared. What about the demon that Christ met? Out there in the Garden of Gadara, when Christ met the demons, and what did demons say to Christ? It says, we know you. We know who you are. We know who you are. Are you here to, 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 uh, take our, are you here to take, take us out? I'll just put it that way. Are you here to take us out? Are, are you here to destroy us before our time? That's what they said to him. The demons. Now, the demons said, we know who you are. We know who you are. You know, the world knows who Christ is. But that doesn't mean that they're saved just because they know who Christ is. The world knows who God is. That doesn't mean they're saved just because they know who God is. It is because of our very ignorance that we need God to lead us. Our very ignorance. You know, we, we, we don't know which way to go sometimes. We have to have God to lead us. We don't know how to answer people. The Lord told them, uh, when he sent them, he sent that 70 out to preach. He said, don't take any script with you. He says, when, when you get ready to talk, he says, I'll tell you what to say. He told them not to take any script with them. In other words, no Bible, no script, don't write nothing down, and take it with you. He said, when it comes time for you to talk, I will tell you what to say. What leadership? That's great leadership. That's great leadership when, when the Lord says you don't have to have something planned to say. He says, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you what you need to say in that. But we become so hell-bent on befriending every person that we forget just how weak we are in the Lord. We're weak. We're weak people. All of us are weak people. If we're to understand what it, if we're to understand the Lord's leadership, we must see how the Lord leads us out of the path of trouble. How does he lead us out of the path of trouble? Well, he does it himself. He knows which way we need to go. He knows what we have to do. Well, what is that, uh, that, that thing that you, people would say that they were following the Lord and all of a sudden 
they couldn't see his footprints anymore. Well, even they couldn't see his footprints because he had to pick them up and carry them. You know, that's, that's what happens. You know, Lord will lead us and we'll follow him. And then all of a sudden we realize, we'll say, well, there's no more footprints to follow. Maybe the Lord's carrying you. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're not, maybe you're not seeing any more footprints because you're not seeing your footprints anymore because the Lord is carrying you. You don't realize what he's doing. God, we don't, we don't know what God does. The fact that we have to know is that God is leading us. That's, that's the only thing we have to know. We don't know what God does. You know, I, I was whipping around that parking lot up there and around that stadium yesterday. Cars everywhere. And, and, and I said, Lord, don't let me hit anybody. Cause these cars, they was cars lined up. They were people at a 20 minutes after nine. There was, there was probably 150, 200 cars that was lined up out there trying to find some place to park. Out there. And I said, Lord, don't let me hit anybody. I made it out of there. I made it out of there. I don't know how I did. I, I know Becky and Rhonda both sit right there and say, I don't know how you did. Rhonda says, I can't see. Becky says what Rhonda says, you can't see. I can see all of y'all. That's what that one guy said. Somebody said, well, you can't see. He said, I can see the moon. He said, I can see. I can see the moon. How far away is the moon? That's a long way off. I can see the moon too. Let me tell you, God has to lead you. God has to lead you. He does it himself. He does it by his word and his spirit. David says, Oh, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Psalms 43 and verse 3. He says, send, send out, he says, send out thy light and thy truth and let them lead me. Well, what about the, what about the Israelites? What did they have that led them by day? What did they have that led them by night? They had that, they had that fiery ball by daytime. They had that, they had that light by night. That cloud. The cloud in the daytime and the light at night that led them. They had it. They, God told them, says, don't take another step. Don't you take another step until you, he says, when that cloud moves, you move. When that light moves, you move. You know, and uh, can you imagine? Oh, Moses was leading them. Or, yeah, Moses was leading them. And Moses said, let's go, let's go, let's go. The cloud's moving, let's go. Can you imagine that? God doesn't lead, doesn't leave our leadership to angels or even to preachers. You know, you better be careful. Hey, some preachers will lead you astray. You better be careful. Some of them will lead you astray. They might be good people. You might care a lot about them, but they'll lead you astray. You gotta be careful. We're all responsible to follow Him. 
preachers, angels, and everyone is responsible to follow him. We're all responsible to follow him. If we know he is leading us and we don't follow, then we're in deep trouble with God. If, 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 if those Israelites didn't move when the cloud moved, they were in trouble with God. And they did get in trouble with God because God was leading them one time to take over the promised land, the land of Cana, and they wouldn't go. Only Caleb and Joshua went. Only two. And God said, all of you go. They wouldn't go. No, we're not going over. Those people are giants. And they, Caleb was saying, we can, we can conquer those people. They said, we're not going to go. What happened to them? Every one of them 20 years and older was sent out to the wilderness to die because they wouldn't follow God. And we think today that we can just go on, just, just ignore what God's doing, ignore what God's saying, ignore what, ignore what we're taught through the Word of God, which is His light, ignore what we're taught, and just think that everything's going to be just fine. That wasn't the case. We're in deep trouble. God knows how to handle rebellious children. He knows how to deal with them. He knows what he's going to do to rebellious children. And, and he, he knows that he's going to put them back on the right path. You better be glad God puts us back on the right path. Because we get off on the wrong path so many times over in our lifetime. You better be glad God puts us back on the right path. Man lets the children handle him. But not God. God doesn't let His children handle Him. You know, we we let we let children decide where we're going to go. We let children decide which way we're going to take it, and we're going to go with them wherever they go. We're going to go with them. No, that's not God. God doesn't leave it to His children to lead Him. He leads His children. He leads them to where He wants them to go. All right, let's form a circle and let's. Let's have prayer. I tell you, folks.